Have you ever found yourself auditioning for a man? Like you're trying to sell him on how great you are and it usually doesn't go very well. That's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Wonderful Life, how to not get into audition mode. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't wanna be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing how it feels when you've made peace with being single. I was just talking with a woman the other day and she said, no, I don't have a husband, thank God. And I kind of laughed, she was a delightful woman, but I don't feel that way and I've never felt that way. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40 and that hasn't happened for me and that for a long time was a source of great sadness for me in my life because part of my definition of a fulfilled life includes being a wife and a mother. But I realized that I had better make peace with being single because it did not appear to be changing. And that's what Wonderful Life is about. It's not about trying to make you prefer singleness because I don't prefer singleness. I would prefer a relationship. And it's not about trying to make you not want a man. I want a man. Wonderful Life is about learning how to be happy while you're single, even if you're not happy because you're single. Now, my background is sales and marketing and I'm a trained and experienced marketing expert, and I love sales, and frankly, I'm pretty good at it. And I have found myself sometimes on dates going into sales mode, or the other way I like to put it is auditioning for men. Now, in case you're not familiar with pickup artists, pickup artists have a whole bunch of tools in their toolboxes. And one of the tools that they will use is called negging. In other words, being negative. So a pickup artist will say something to make you doubt yourself or give you a backhanded compliment. And the reason they do this is so that the woman will do one of two things. Number one, she'll start trying to get his approval. Or number two, she'll work hard to prove that she's not what he just accused her of. So for example, some common pickup artist techniques might be, wow, you're, you're really pretty for a redhead. So that's designed to, like you're really pretty for a redhead. And that's designed to get you to try to like perform a little bit to try to get his approval. Another one might be, well, I've really heard that you're a difficult person and so like I just don't wanna get hurt. And the goal there is to make you prove like, no, I'm really a great girl. I was dating someone a few years ago and he would routinely do this. And I just wish I would have known this stuff back then. But on one phone call, he was acting like really mopey and kind of salty. And I was like, you know, what's up? And he was saying, well, I just don't know. I mean, I'm just not sure if we're gonna be a great fit because you went to college, you have a master's degree and when I was in college, I was mopping floors. And I'm like, I had three jobs in college. Who didn't? Most people our age had to work all the way through college. 
that was designed though for me to come back, which I did, and I said, oh no, you know, but I'm, I'm focused more on what we have in common now. Like we might not have had a lot in common when we were both in college, but we sure do now, and that's more what I'm focused on. See, performing. Another time he said, well, I just don't really know if you're gonna ever wanna hang out with me and my friends. Like, I'm not sure I can get everyone together because, you know, a lot of times they wanna go out and have a beer and listen to some music and you don't drink. Well, that's true, I don't drink. But I certainly have friends who drink. The majority of my friends will have a beer or a glass of wine or a cocktail. If I said I'm not gonna socialize with anyone who drinks, I would just sit home by myself all the time. But again, this made me launch into, oh no, it doesn't bother me. You know, I'm really easy going about it. I'm not judgmental, it doesn't bother me. I just, I don't drink, but it's cool. You know, so like I was launching into this, like, no, 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 take me around your friends. Now, my brother is a professional actor, a working actor. He has been in Hollywood for over 20 years. Um, he has an agent, he has a manager, he has a voiceover agency. What he doesn't have is a day job. So he is a legit working actor and has been for 20 years. And one of the things that he told me was that he learned pretty early on that if he went into an audition and he had the mindset of, I really want this job or I need this job, I really hope I get it, people pick up on that. And he said he really couldn't explain it, but he would almost always say like, I would never get a call back or I'd get a call back, but I wouldn't get the job because of course then when you get the call back, then it's like, I really want it. And he said he would almost never get the job. And what he learned was that if he would take a few minutes before the audition to get into the mindset of, I would like to have this, but it's okay if I don't get it. And that's hard because this is how he pays his bills and feeds his family, is by acting. And so for him to have to go into an audition and say, oh, it's okay if I don't get it, I mean, <laughs> that's really hard. But what he learned was that that was part of the discipline of being a successful actor. And what I took from that was it sounds to me like the most critical part of the audition is the few minutes before you walk in where you get into that mindset of, okay, I'd like to get this. I'm here, I'm here to do well and to connect with people and to do my best. And if I don't get it, it's okay too. That's the most important thing. And what he said was when he goes in and he's in that mindset, he will be more likely to get a call back and then book the job. But even if he doesn't, he's okay. You know, he'll be on the way home from one audition and the manager will call and say, whoa, last minute we got you another audition in two hours. Can you get over to Santa Monica or wherever? If he was leaving an audition in a mindset of like, oh my God, I really hope I get that, then he'd be walking into the next job, putting off a vibe that would be unattractive, meaning it, it keeps people away. It doesn't attract what you want. And I have found the same thing to be true with dating. And if you've ever been on a date with a guy who seemed kind of desperate, you pick up on that. Or even when you're out and you look and see, you know, you see people who may be on dates and you'll see other women who are acting like really like, pick me, kind of desperate. You, you can see that, you can pick up on it. Well, 
in this current demographic that we're in in the United States, it is a legitimate fact that over 40, there are more single professional women than there are single professional men. That means men don't really have to do a lot because you've got enough high value women that are willing to chase the guys. A lot of men just don't really have to do anything to work very hard. There's plenty of women to choose from. That's another reason why many times in this type of demographic climate, men won't necessarily have to commit because they're like, hey, I can get a decent girl and you know, I have plenty of women to sleep with. I don't need to be married. I don't need to commit. And it's easy sometimes as a single woman to think, well, gosh, you know, if there's all these really great women out there, how am I ever going to get a guy? Well, the good news is that men are just like women. They like different things. I mean, you're not going to find one woman that every man is going to want to be with. And I think about, for example, when Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck broke up or when um, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt broke up or when Mark Anthony, who married Jennifer Lopez, he left his wife, um, Dianara Torres, who was like Miss Universe. No kidding, Miss Universe. And that just reminds me that no matter how beautiful a woman is, there's always somebody who's tired of sleeping with her. So all men don't want the exact same thing. In studies on attractiveness, most men report that what they find to be sexy in a woman is confidence. And when you're going into a situation of like, oh, pick me, I hope he really likes me, that doesn't project confidence. Now I've told this story before, but I'm gonna tell it again. A number of years ago, I was uh, with a boyfriend and we were at his sister's house one weekend and they had some friends over and everyone had kids and they set up kind of an at-home slip and slide. They had like a nice slippery tarp out in the backyard and it had kind of a hill and then they, were, they had the hoses and the sprinklers going. And his sister had on a bathing suit. Now I didn't want to put on a bathing suit because I felt bashful because I was like, I don't know, I don't know, how, I don't know if I like how I look in my bathing suit. All these guys are here. Well, she put on her bathing suit. Now she'd had two children, okay? And she, like, she's built like me, you know, hips and thighs. And she put on that bathing suit. Let me tell you something. She was running around, having fun um, with the kids. It was like she was one of the kids. She clearly didn't get a, give a rip about anybody else who was there. She was in the moment having a good time. And as I stood there and watched her, and again, she didn't have a perfect figure. She had many of the figure flaws that I have. Plus, she'd had two kids. And all I could do was I just stood there watching her thinking, wow, she is really the sexiest woman here. Because she was laughing and having fun and running and playing and just had, she was relaxed and had confidence. That's what you're looking for. You think about when you go on a date with someone that you don't really think, you know, you're not really all that excited about and you're just kind of like relaxed, like, well, whatever, I really hope he doesn't call me again. He almost always calls. Because you were putting out this vibe of like confidence and like, I don't care. But when you go on a date with a guy you really like, if you're in that zone of like, oh, ooh, like me, pick me, then a lot of times he won't call you and you're like, what happened? I was trying so hard. You were trying so hard. Now, if I could go back, here's what I would have said. 
when he said about, you know, I just don't know. I mean, you have a master's degree and I mopped floors all through college. Here's what I should have said. I'm really sorry you feel that way. Sounds like you have some concerns about whether or not we're compatible and I totally respect that. Maybe we should just part ways right now. But I gotta run because I need to finish mopping my kitchen floor. When he said, I'm just not sure if we're gonna be a good match because you don't drink. What I should have said was, well, you can see that that's not true because I socialize and hang out with you and you drink. But it sounds like you're uncomfortable with the fact that I don't drink. And I respect that, but maybe we just shouldn't see each other anymore. Now you might say, God, that's drastic. You're basically saying you're gonna break up with him right there. Yeah, that would be better than auditioning. Because here's the deal, when a guy is negging you like that and he's, he's trying to make you jump through hoops and convince him and, and go through a sales pitch, you might as well walk away. Because no man who values you or respects you is going to need you to do that. Listen, ladies, men aren't looking for someone who's perfect, okay? But if he's running you through the paces, like you need to explain yourself and you need to prove to him that you're a great girl, you're probably not going to be able to do that. And so I like to say, rather than being the, the starving, desperate actor walking into the audition, like, oh gosh, I really hope they pick me, you need to be the director. I heard one author say, are you a buyer or a seller? And so you need to be the director in the audition. So your mindset should be, he needs to be proven to me that he's great. When Kate Middleton and Prince William first started dating, somebody reportedly said to her, wow, you're so lucky to be dating him. And Kate Middleton's response was, He's lucky to be dating me. That's cool. Now it is hard to be confident if you're going through a heartbreak. And if that is your case, then you might wanna check out our ABCs of Healing. You can get that, it's free. If you go to bit.ly forward slash ABCs of Healing, we'll email it directly to you. And you may wanna check out wonderfullife.com that's where we post a new blog every Friday. You might want to join our newsletter. We got some cool merchandise there for you. And make sure you join us next time right here on Wonderful Life.